and the fractured, to those with big cracks and gaps in their tails, which the dead just yearn to fill. For the dead have second-hand stories to share with you, if you'd only let them get a foot in the door. But the dead can watch, and they can wait. For Mahoney doesn't see them now. He stopped seeing them a long time ago. Now the dead are confined to a brief scud across the room that lights out, or a wobble now and then in his peripheral vision. Now Mahoney can ignore them in much the same way as you'd ignore the ticks of an overloud grandfather clock. So Mahoney pays no notice at all to the dead old woman pushing her face through the wall next to Tig's right elbow. And Tig pays no notice either, for, like the rest of us, he is blessed with a blissful lack of vision. The dead old woman opens a pair of briny eyes as round as vinegar eggs and looks at Mahoney, and Mahoney looks away, smiling full into Tyg's big face. So, are there any digs about the town, pal? There's no work here. Tyg crosses his arms high on his chest and sniffs woefully. Mahoney produces a half-pack of fags from his jacket pocket, and Tyg takes one. They stand smoking a while, Tyg with his eyes narrowed against the sun, Mahoney with a shadow of a smile on his face. The dead old woman slips out a few good inches above the pavement and points enigmatically down towards the cellar, muttering darkly. Mahoney increases his smile to show his teeth in an expression of considerable natural charm altogether capable of beguiling the hardest bastard of humankind. Well, the last thing I need is work. I'm taking a break from the city. It's the city, is it? The dead old woman draws close enough to whisper in Mahoney's ear. Mahoney takes a drag and then exhales. It is, with the noise and the cars and the rats. Rats, are there? Tyg narrows his eyes. As big as sheep. Tyg is outwardly unmoved, although he sympathizes deep in his soul. Rats are a very great problem in the world he says sagely. They are in Dublin. So what brought you here? I wanted to see a bit of greenery. Do you know on the map there's nothing at all around you? Just triangles for mountains, and these little trees all in rows for miles and miles. It's the arse end of beyond you're after, then. Mahoney looks thoughtful. Do you know, I think it is. Well, you've found it. You're on the run in the Wild West? Seems so. A lady or the law? Mahoney takes his fag out of his mouth and flicks it in the direction of the dead old woman, who throws a profoundly disgusted look at him. She lifts her filmy skirts and flits back through the wall of the pub. She was no lady. Tyg's face twitches as he curbs a smile. What are we calling ya? Mahoney. Tyg notes a good, firm handshake. Mahoney it is, then. So will I find a bed tonight, or will I have to curl up with those antiques on the bench there? Tyg withholds a fart, just while he's thinking. Sean Bourke rents out rooms to paying guests at Rathmore House up in the forest. That's about it. Oh, that'll be grand. Tyg takes a thorough glance at Mahoney. He'll admit that he has a sort of bearing about him. He's not a bad height, and he's strong-looking, handy even.
He's been into his twenties, and he'll come out again the other side none the worse for it. He has the kind of face that will stay young. But he could do with a wash. He has the stubble of days on his chin. And his trousers are ridiculous. Tight around the crotch and wide enough at the bottom to mop the main road. Tig nods at them. They're all their age now, them trousers. They are, yeah. Do you not feel like a bit of an idiot wearing them? Mahony smiles. They all wear them in town. There's wider. Tig raises his eyebrows a fraction. Is there now? Well, you wouldn't want to be caught in a gust of wind. Tig can see that the girls would be falling over themselves if this fella ever had the notion to shave himself or pick up a bar of soap. And Mahony knows it too. It's there in the curve of his smile and the light in his dark eyes. It's in the way he moves, like he owns every inch of himself.